Lamar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. What the hell is this? Is this the gold dust theme? <laughs> this is Ultimate Warrior, dude. No, it's not the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What the hell? All right. Ultimate Warrior! No. Stop! No, no, that's not... Because what you're doing is like He-Man. <laughs> Theo thought that the Ultimate Warrior was American Ninja Warrior. I know I... Uh, new low, man. Stone, by the way, apparently it's a Labanowitz rite of passage. Uh, generation to generation of males in the Labanowitz family. Uh, they have to watch 80s highlights of the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> you know when you're a kid and you take the road trips and up top right in the middle of the car, like, typically, are we there yet? With Ice Cube is the analogy that I use for me. My dad was like, slip this one in. And it was an Ultimate Warrior highlight. Yeah, that's, what, that's, how, that's how Stone became a man. It's like every that's single trip. Man. It was like, right. you ready? Play. And I had to watch. I was forced oh, to. Uh-huh. Uh, Giannis, what did that do for you? Just put thick started, skin. Yeah, it started his puberty process. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo storming out of the back at Pfizer Forum last night like the Ultimate Warrior to confront Tyrese Halliburton for... Um, for a basketball, real normal behavior. Uh, they talked about it this morning, 6 to 10 a.m. every morning here on ESPN 106.3. It's unsportsmanlike with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, and last but certainly not least, uh, the way I listed them, Evan Cohen, ESPN West Palm legend. And he joins us every week, and he joins us now here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, Evan, what is your, uh, first of all, what are your impressions of Theo not knowing who the ultimate warrior is and thinking we were talking about America? American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, this one hurts. I got to be honest. Um, I've known Theo, and he can back this up a lot longer than you guys have. Okay, I have Theo came in as a highly touted free agent, <laughs> and everyone said this guy has got it all. He's got the smile. He can do TV. He can do radio. He can do play. Now, there's nothing this guy can't do. Well, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, one thing he won't be doing. Thursday nights, he will not be doing GKW. That's for sure. Good karma wrestling. How do you not know who the ultimate warrior is? What is the matter with you? I was born in 93, all right? Um, That's not an excuse. I came of age in the... Have you ever heard of of Babe Ruth? You ever heard of Babe Ruth? (laughs) Yeah, I've heard of Babe Ruth. You ever heard heard of of Wilt Chamberlain? You ever heard of Bill Russell? Okay, did Ultimate Warrior ever drop 100 points or win 11 championships? I mean... He, He dropped an elbow. I mean, I mean he may have, well, he won multiple championships. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about somebody. I mean, listen, he's known as I've one of the worst pictures. guys in wrestling history, and that's saying something. Yeah. By the way, the actual real version of that guy was supposedly horrific. Oh, just so a you're terrible talking human. About, yeah. yeah, you're talking about one of the elite figures in sports and entertainment history. I mean, let's be fair. Is he Hogan? No. no. Is he Savage? No. no. Is he Bret Hart, Stone Cold, The Rock? Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, no. But that's like, you know, okay, you've never heard of LeBron because he's not MJ, right? That's the MJ level. You're talking about the LeBron or Steph level of wrestling. And for you yeah. to not hear of him, wow. retroactively, I have changed all of my opinions about you. <laughs> no longer a valuable member of, uh, <laughs> of uh, this company. We gave him like 60 seconds to take guesses, too, and he just landed on Ultimate Ninja Warrior. Like it was some competition. Well, American well, Ninja wait. Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, what are you talking In about? Now defense, I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. 
Yeah, go ahead. So here's the thing. I am somebody that has watched many episodes of American Ninja Warrior because my kids, for a long period of time, loved American Ninja Warrior. But you then thought someone on American Ninja Warrior was named Ultimate Warrior as if Warrior was the last name for American Ninja on television? Is that what you thought? It, for one, honestly, it would be fitting. It would be a good name for a person that was in, in that realm outside of wrestling. Uh, number two, it wasn't posed to me. I want, It was a trick question when it was posed to me, Evan. It wasn't like they were like, who is Ultimate Warrior? They were like, what's Ultimate Warrior? No, we that's said kinda, who. We said who. That's kind of how no, Stone said, like, what's Ultimate Warrior? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's a competition. It's a, it's a battle. Wait, when you say that would be fitting, that's like somebody playing in the NBA that you think their name should be Joe Basketball. Johnny Football. <laughs> we just went over this yesterday. One of the greatest that's nicknames. That's a nickname. What are you doing? I mean, come on. Lonzo Ball. Oh, man. man. <laughs> uh, 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 you know what? Yeah. No, that's pretty good. That's yeah, a they, good comeback. Yeah, I got to be yeah, there. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Evan Cohen, who's going to be down here with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, the crew here at our new The Square Studios in West Palm Beach on Sportsmanlike. And so we'll get to see him in the flesh. But for now, he's not in the flesh. He's just joining us like he does every week here on uh, Levick. Theo and Stone. Giannis could have definitely uh, not acted like a psychopath last night. You would think someone who wants a basketball uh, would find a way to go get it as the buzzer sounds as opposed to just racing to the back and then racing back onto the floor to confront Tyrese Halliburton, who apparently is the president of basketballs. Uh, I don't know why the Bucks didn't have the foresight to go get the basketball. I do appreciate, though, the fact that this guy apparently really loves sports memorabilia. And I was talking about how uh, my most valued sports possession is the Final Four FA you had. I was handed on the floor at Madison Square Garden as the celebration started in the Elite Eight last year. Do you have a sentimental or, I guess, monetarily valuable piece of sports memorabilia, Evan, that uh, that that uh, you have in your, your residence right now? Well, I am in my residence. I'm in my office right now, so I can take you on a little tour. Okay. I have a brick. I have a brick that when the Mets opened City Field, they kind of, like, I don't know, it's probably like 50 to to $100 or whatever it is that my mom got my grandfather and I that you could have it engraved. So when you walk into City Field, mm-hmm. on the front of it, there's a brick that has my grandfather's name and my name, like, right outside, which is pretty cool. I have a Michael Jordan autographed hat. Okay. I have a Tom Brady autographed helmet. And I, I have tickets from my grandfather who passed my uh, 1969 Mets World Series. And then I have from the 1937 and 1938 Yankees World Series with, the, with a picture of one of those teams framed with a note from my grandfather that he gave me those in 1993. Oh my God. So these are all things that I have in and around my office. I also have 700 of my own bobbleheads, it looks like here. Um, so that's pretty valuable. But everything to me in terms of sports memorabilia, now, again, like I played high school sports, so I can't compare myself to Giannis in this psychopathic situation that all of a sudden Giannis became a crazy man when he's literally never been that before in his career. Right. Um, all of mine have a tie to like my grandfather in some way, shape, or form, right? I don't understand. I, I got to be honest. When we talked about this this morning, I got the story wrong. I thought he was going for the ball for himself because of the 60-plus points. I didn't realize he was going for the ball for Dane. Something feels I don't buy weird that. there. I, I saw that. Okay. I don't buy that at all. It's almost as if, but Ken, it's almost as if Dane Lillard wanted to be somewhere else. Now, why would he do that? It's weird. Uh, like Something a... feels weird over there. Right. I'm just saying, and you and I both know 
The Bucks are a top-notch first-class organization. But something is weird right now. There is stuff going on there that would indicate some just weird vibes. You know what happens when you go to heat culture? Those weird vibes are eliminated and never made public. Absolutely. And never. That's why someone like Duncan Robinson is thriving right now. Thriving. It went through his struggles. He's not uh, in the middle of arguments over basketballs. You don't have Jimmy Butler's brother, who you couldn't pick out talent-wise, uh, at a local YMCA taking up a roster spot. Uh, it's just, uh, I feel bad for Dame. I feel bad for Damon. That's why Joe Cronin is downright evil. Uh, Evan Cohen, uh, part of Unsportsmanlike, every single uh, weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m., right here on ESPN 106.3. Oh, let me give you my proposal, my football proposal, because it looks like the NFL is going to put to vote uh, getting rid of the fumble out of the end zone, touchback, give the ball to the defense rule, which I think sucks because the defense, yeah. it's such a one-sided offensive sport now, the defense should be rewarded for doing something like that. But how about this? How about we make that? How about we make that a safety? Just like if you uh, were the defense tackling ball carrier in the end zone, let's make that a two-point play as well. How about that, Evan? Let's give even more incentive. And oh, let the explain, defense explain this to me. So Go play ahead. this scenario out. So yep. let's say I'm on offense, you're on defense. Yep. I have the ball. I fumble it forward through the end zone. Then what happens? Uh, two points, and you get the ball. If you're the defense. Do you get the ball to 20 or is it punted to you like a safety? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's a touchback with it's a touchback plus two. Okay. There we go. That How makes that? no sense. Okay. Let me give you let me give you what should be the answer. I think it makes, it makes no, sense. Why am I giving the defense points by fumbling the ball because forward? Because you've accomplished you've accomplished something extremely difficult to do, which is not only keeping a team out of the end zone, uh, well, I guess depending on the team, but you've also forced them to turn it over. So there's two points for you. You're welcome. Nice. But why don't you give why don't you give the defense two points then if they fumble the ball from the fifty to the forty eight? Because it's not near the end zone. What does the end zone have anything to do with it? But, but that big deal. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. The right, an, the right answer. Let me tell you what the right answer is, because I've thought about this for years. Here's the right answer. You f- tell, me what, tell me what yard line I'm starting at, and that's how I'm going to give you the right answer. So I'm on offense. I'm starting at what yard line? Uh, let's say the 10. 10. If I fumble it out of the end zone, I automatically go back to the 25-yard line or whatever the touchback is. If I'm beyond the 25-yard line, like meaning if I'm starting at the 26-yard line, I complete a pass, let's just use the Dolphins. Let's say the Tua completes a pass to Tyree Kill. He gets down to the one-yard line. He fumbles it out of bounds. Instead of the other team, the Jets getting the ball this weekend, they actually have to go back now to the line of scrimmage, wherever the spot is. So it's basically treated as an incompletion if you fumble it forward out of the, out of the end zone. If you start at the 50-yard line and you have a great, you know, beautiful pass, and Tyreek Hill fumbles it out of the end zone. It's now incomplete. I'm going back to the 50. If I start inside the 20 or 25, whatever you want to use as the touchback in this specific case, and I fumble it out of the end zone, I go back to the 20 or 25, even if I start at the 10. So you use yardage. It's a loss of down, and it's either basically a reverse touchback, so to speak, or an incompletion. You go back to the line of scrimmage in the spot of the, fa- of the, of the snap. You've That's think, the right answer. You've been thinking about that for points. years? no sense. Yeah. I, yeah. Know, I was expecting something more intricate, a little bit more like elaborate. Somebody can go search my Twitter, Adam Coradio. I've, I've brought that up for, for years. I don't know. It seems a little convoluted to me, Evan. Yeah. There's enough convoluted rules in the sport. I think you're just compounding the problem, to be quite honest. You're, you want to you give me points? <laughs> you want to give the other team yeah. points for yeah. no apparent reason, Ken? I'm, I'm pro-defense. 
I, I want to see the defense thrive. I think yeah. the defense gets a raw deal, and I think that they should be rewarded with points uh, for either forcing or having the offense fumble out of the back of the end zone. Make it hurt. When you say you're pro-defense, you're uh-huh. pro-defense, yeah. right? Like, is that going to win you a title? If you have a, if defense you have a wins below average Evan. quarterback, and it, no, they don't. That's, that's the biggest bunch of crap I have ever heard in my entire life. In 2020, we're, we're not sitting here with Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson as quarterback anymore uh-huh. of the Ravens and the Bucks, respectively. It is a different era of football. Over the last 20 years, defense contributes to winning a championship. Defense do not win championships. And anybody wants to then say, well, what about Peyton Manning, yeah. who had a noodle arm for the Broncos? Uh-huh. B.S. Peyton Manning's mind won them a championship because the threat of oh, anything he can do and right. anything he can it ain't right. and I don't even like Peyton Manning in comparison <laughs> to Brady. Anyone who thinks defense wins championships is on crack. Unders in unders in twenty twenty three all championships. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning's mind won that championship. Not Von Miller. Not Von Miller putting Cam Newton That's on right. his ass play after play. It was Peyton Manning's mind. Yeah, if you, hey, ultimate warrior over there. You want to defend my be my guest. I ain't doing that. All, all these primetime games are going way under the total. Unders have been smacking in 2023. This is all about the defense right now. Oh, yeah. Who are the best teams in the league, Stone? Teams led by the defense, like the Niners. Like the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, yes. The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. The Niners. Purdy's going to potentially win MVP. Keep going. The Ravens. Really good defense here. Ravens. Okay, Boynton Beach is Lamar Jackson, who could win. It was one MVP, and it's clearly the reason they win. Keep going. Let's go, uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott, another MVP. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. We only, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. We only, but he's Buffalo Bills. Say Josh Allen. He could be in the they're not a playoff team. They're not a playoff team. He's just naming Give me a break. But but also too, uh, right. you, you can't use MVP MVP candidate because the MVP is only given to quarterbacks right. now. So uh, uh, nobody has be. the guts to put a defensive player in that conversation. Because they, they shouldn't be in there. Because guess what? I root for a team in New England that doesn't have a good defense. They have a great defense, and they're without the two best defensive players, and they still have a great defense. And guess what? They are horrible. You know why? They don't have a quarterback. Not even close. To a quarterback. They'd be better with the ultimate warrior playing quarterback even now. And he's on a line. <laughs> and the reality is, the reality is, if you still think defenses win championships, you're not watching football. Because you can sit there and say the unders hit stone. But again, go look at the best teams in the league. Find me a great team in the NFL without a great quarterback. Go ahead. San Francisco 49. Go ahead. He's yeah. not a great oh quarterback. God, he's good. It. He's yeah. good. Let's he's go with the Niners. Oh, my God. Okay. Stop it. If I had Ayuk and Kittle and Debo, yeah. I could also be Trent, serviceable at quarterback. Trent, hold it down. Oh, you want to yeah. play that game? Yeah. And you want to play that game, Ken? That's fine. Ken, I don't uh, ever want to hear you compliment Tua again. Because guess what? <laughs> if I had Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Mozart, yeah, I'd be great. And Mike McDaniel, I'd be great, too. I mean, that's fine. I, and I'm not the one saying two is an MVP candidate right now. I did earlier. Yeah, not about right it. now. Not right now. Um, uh, real quick before but we you, go. But hold on a second. <laughs> if you cannot, if you're going to knock Purdy for his weapons, I don't ever want you ever saying that Tua is good at football anymore. Tua wow. could step into that 49er system and thrive right away. Brock Purdy couldn't do the same because he doesn't have the timing. He doesn't mm. have the accuracy in the Mike McDaniel Uh-oh. system. Oh, my God. Thanks. I mean, wow. I'm just speaking truth. That is nuts. Tua could, Tua could go play for nuts. Tua could go play for Kyle Shanahan right Tua now. Couldn't play. 
like Jones today. couldn't play a today. single half without Tyreek Hill. He today. was terrible the other night. Well, he also had two offensive linemen in front of him, and he had Liam Eichenberg, the worst offensive lineman in the history of football, playing center and could not stop snapping the ball off his undercarriage. Ah, Liam okay? Eichenberg, talk. That's why I'm here. The Liam Eichenberg, talk. Uh, by the way, he's on the injury report. Again, that's your Baptist Health orthopedic care injury. Important. Yeah, buddy. Liam Eikenberg also on the Dolphins injury report. Real quick, can I can I have you say lackadaisical real quick, Evan? Can you can you properly say lackadaisical? Uh, I just want uh, – this is a, a compare and contrast. Can you say lackadaisical? Uh, not as well as Zion can, but lackadaisical. That's right, because here's Zion. So, look, the Go Bear choke was questionable. Oh, no, that's not it. Never mind. We totally blew that. <laughs> so, look. I hate the new studio. Right. Well, I thought there was going to be a dismount. Hey, what is that? More of that to come uh, when you get down here, Evan. <laughs> what so, uh, we'll, is that? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. You okay? hate, uh, hey, Ken, Ken, mm-hmm. if you hate the new studio, no problem. You don't have to work there. No, I, I think that uh, something got screwed up with the wiring. I have no idea what that was. Yeah, yeah you know who that is? Stone. Stone, probably. Yeah, got yeah. Screwed up <laughs> He's looking at it. It uh, says Zion. It says four seconds. Yeah, I don't know what that was. So, look. Yeah, that is definitely not Zion <laughs> It's Williams, definitely not. I don't even know what that is. Um, all right. Well, on that <laughs> note, Evan, I'm so really awkward. glad it ended like that. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. You know what? You finished you finish, you finish the segment the same way I did for 20 years. So, well done. <laughs> Uh, that is Evan Cohen again. Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, 6 to 10 a.m. every single day here on ESPN 106.